Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You were meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our show, Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. And today we're exploring effortlessly manifesting what you need in your life. Well, we're just over a week into 2019. Last year, one of the most common cries we heard from so many people was how overworked and overwhelmed they felt. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, there's always someone who may be feeling that way, but in 2018, that cry was coming from everywhere and from a lot of people who rarely ever complained about being overworked and overwhelmed. Yes, across the board, people have voted. 2018 was an exceptionally challenging year. So, what are so many of us to learn from this experience? I know. My New Year's resolution should be, I'll be a couch potato this year and do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. But that does bring up what many people believe is the antidote to overwork and overwhelm, to not do much. After all, when we feel overworked and we just can't handle any more, We might fantasize about going on a vacation, better yet, an extended vacation, or simply curl up in the fetal position and become catatonic. Catatonic. (laughs) (laughs) I did know that word, yes. Yeah, well, you know, when you have a cat, (laughs) it's kind of catatonic. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, why do so many of us work so hard? Well, one common notion is that we have to keep the paychecks coming in or we won't have our basic living needs met or provide them for our family. While that may be absolutely true in terms of being able to afford your basic lifestyle, whether that's on a substance level or in luxury and opulence, just how you need to do that is never set in stone. That's the good news. Many of us may not be in the position to just say, well, I'm fed up with the excessively long hours and unreasonable workload at my job, so I'm off to work somewhere else. You might not be able to even ask for a raise or change in work conditions of your boss since you don't have enough time to do that. And if you make time to do that, you won't be able to finish your work and probably get fired. Hmm. Many people find themselves in some sort of bind like that. And even if it's not necessarily all true, it often looks and feels like that. So, before we just chuck half of our lives and all of our income-producing jobs away in desperation, let's look at how we can, at the least, start to take off some of the overwhelm and reduce the overwork. First of all, both 
overwork and overwhelm are highly subjective experiences to a large degree. What one person considers too much work can be someone else's warm-up portion of working. Well, I can attest to that. I bet you can. (laughs) I get exhausted just watching a young mother taking care of her little ones, especially like in public, in busy malls and crowded airplanes and things like that. And I've watched school teachers in public schools in action in their classrooms and wonder how they even last through one day. I've actually been invited to guest teach in some great schools and high school classrooms over the years, and I'm more tired <laughs> at, at the end of one day than I ever get t- tired teaching my regular adults, spiritual and psychic students for days on end. They might get wiped out, but <laughs> I'm, I'm great. When I used to run a nonprofit organization, it was easier for me to do that day after day, you know, 120 hours a week than to take care of a baby for a day. I also noticed the reverse of that, where many others have told me countless times that they get exhausted just looking at my workload and schedule. And I'm just getting warmed up and looking at what else can I do? So what is way too much of a certain thing to do for one person is often fun and games, or at least not anything to get stressed about for another. And that has a lot to do with how much you are experienced and know about what needs to be done and how much you love doing it. I know I find that when I'm really enjoying doing something, When I really love doing it, I don't want to stop. Like writing. Oh, my gosh. I start writing and I just can't stop. (laughs) Even if I physically get tired, it's like my spirit is willing, but my body is about to collapse. It's like being the little kid who so wants to continue to watch TV into the night, but can't keep her eyes open. And And that's a nice kind of getting tired, isn't it? It is for me when I'm interested in doing or watching or listening to something, but I'm fading out pleasantly. That feeling or being overworked and overwhelmed by it is definitely not like that, though, is it? So there's something more that makes us feel that way than just the sheer volume of work. Yep. Whenever I love doing something... I can go on and on and on and on, (laughs) just like you said. And I'd probably fall asleep first from my body needing rest than me feeling overworked or overwhelmed. In fact, I don't ever recall feeling overwhelmed when I was thoroughly enjoying what I was doing or experiencing. On the other hand, those times I felt overworked or overwhelmed in any way. I was not a happy camper. (laughs) I wasn't enjoying what I was doing. And the only times I found I didn't enjoy doing something was when I was withholding my loving. Anytime I was loving, I enjoyed doing whatever I was doing, even if I didn't particularly like what I had to do. 
Ah, yeah. And when I was loving being where I was at, loving being with the people I was with, being, you know, just outdoors or indoors, wherever, whatever. It doesn't matter what I was loving, but I was loving in some way or shape. It's when I stopped loving or being in a loving space that I would find my capacity to do whatever I was doing wane quickly. I've observed this for most of my life so far. Whenever someone was loving life, regardless of the conditions or situations or whom they were with, they would be able to do more. I found that to be true whenever I'm in the ocean swimming with dolphins. I can swim way faster, dive so much deeper, and last a lot longer than I could swimming by myself. I tend to match the joyousness of the dolphins when I'm with them, and it carries me. I'm loving it. Ah, I could do so much more in less time. And not only not getting overworked or overwhelmed, I get energized. It all boils down to how we relate to ourselves, right? The more we are loving who we are and that we are, the more we can love life, regardless of what's going on in our lives. It's not about forgetting or ignoring. There's a war going on somewhere or that children are being neglected, or animals are being tortured, or people are starving. No, it's not about pretending that's not all going on. It's about loving yourself and life regardless. Because the alternative is fear and unhappiness. If we choose to withhold our loving, to suppress our nature to love and to experience love because terrible things are happening in the world and even in our lives. Then all is truly lost. We will be overworked and overwhelmed even after a little bit of having to stretch our comfort zone. I'm sure most of us have heard some version of If at first you don't succeed, try, try harder. Many of us have had that preached to us growing up. In Japan, it was, Gambatte kudasai. (laughs) Hi, everybody who are in Japan. (laughs) Or you can speak Japanese. What it means, it, it not only means, please, try hard, or try harder. It had that, added implication. And when you're sensitive, when you're a psychic kid, it's not the words that people speak. It's the energy and it's the intention and the feelings and the thoughts behind that sentence, that phrase. Right? So it had that implication. Every time somebody said, Gambatte kudasai, you know, try harder. Please try. It, it was said in a very encouraging, nice uh, tone of voice and everything, but the pictures behind it is we're all counting on your success 
in what you're doing. If you fail, we are going to suffer. <laughs> Not bad for responsibility and guilt. Right? <laughs> yes. If you mess up, if you don't make it, then all of us are going to be in pain and suffering. <laughs> Lots of responsibility. Okay. But what does effort or trying hard do? And why do we have to try so hard? Putting effort into whatever you're doing except perhaps strictly physical endeavors like lifting a heavy object, is working against what is energetically telling you you can't or shouldn't do it. For example, if the person wants you to fail in something and is putting towards you the energy thought of, you're never going to do it, you won't make it, you don't have what it takes to finish it, so there. <laughs> and they're not saying that to you, but the energy's there. And it's coming at you. And you even unconsciously, huh, what? You know, yes, I can. I, I'm going to do it. Or you can retaliate, you know, like thinking, I'm going to do it. You can't stop me. It takes an enormous amount of your energy and creativity away from what you actually want to do. Of course, more importantly, if you're angry or upset or even just in resistance to not being able to do it or not doing it right or whatever, then you end up unwittingly withholding your loving. Without your loving, all the trying against other energies can quickly deplete your enthusiasm and enjoyment of doing it, and you can become overwhelmed. So we have to learn to effortlessly manifest what we need in our lives, and we won't feel so overworked and overwhelmed. When the going gets tough in the world, yeah, relax, <laughs> chill, <laughs> laugh, yes, Remember, you know, loving, if you're not laughing, if you're not happy, are you going to be much good loving anything, loving life? No. <clears throat> Does something going on out there in the world or condition of your body or something make you unhappy? No, they don't. No. We choose to be unhappy when Something's not going the way we want it to go. But Raphael, what are a couple of ways you let go of effort you find yourself in when you're trying to get things done and you're still be able to manifest what you need for your life? That's a good question. Well, one of the things I've learned in my 60 plus years of life here. And Are you that old? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to sound like it, too. Well, the one of the things I learned is um, I'm a pretty fiery person, and it used to be that, No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and that fieriness is a part of my power. I get yes. things done. But one of the things that um, I used to do 
when I was upset or when I was interrupted on my pathway of getting something done is I would get angry. Mm. And many years ago, I had a Native American friend, or actually he was only half Native American, but Native American enough, and he taught this idea. Anger is when you can't control a person, place, or thing. And you're trying to control it. It's a control issue. When you get angry, you're wanting to control something that's kind of seemingly out of your control. So one of the things I learned, sort of integrating that idea, is flexibility. Flexibility is when you when you wake up and you have a list of things to do in a day and you have to get them done because you have deadlines and so forth. Flexibility is being able to take the hits, if you will, if something interrupts you and um, takes you away from the things that you want to do. And I learned, A, not to get angry about it because anger is that resistance Michael was talking about. And it takes, just think about any time you've been really angry about something, when you're all done being angry, you're sort of drained out, aren't you? And so it's been... Some years of practice, but those of you that are our young listeners, this is such an important lesson. Don't waste your whole life being angry about everything that's wrong in the world. Part of why we're born here is to learn how to master all the problems of this world. So flexibility, non-resistance, and being able to intuitively tune in to find out what exactly is the correct next step for you to do. If if taking care of this other thing that's interrupting you is the important, uh, sort of goes on, on the top of the important list, take care of it and be flexible and reset your schedule. It's kind of like that. So, yeah, and, you know, resistance, when you're, when you're angry, if you really look at it and you want it to control things because... Ah, underneath that anger is always, always, always fear. fear. Oh, yes. I was going to mention that. Thank fear. you for bringing that up. Yeah, I was afraid of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, our first break is coming up, and we have exciting news. Um, I hope you've signed up to be on our website. Uh, uh, well, you go on to our website, and you can get our newsletters, because our big newsletter just came out with our new schedule for 2019. And this Saturday, January 12th, from 10 a.m. to noon Pacific time, we are starting our brand new set of seven teleclasses on living your psychic life and bringing your heaven down to earth. The first teleclass in this new set will be called Reset Your Energy, Kickstart Your Psychic Life. This new set of teleclasses is part of our popular ongoing teleclass series, You Might Be More Psychic Than You Think. And this is a telephone series, so you can... Tune in from anywhere in the world. We hope you can join us for this teleclass. Find details and sign up on our website calendar section um, in the next couple days. Or best call our office this time, 530-926-2650 during normal business hours, Pacific time, Monday to Friday. When we return in a couple of minutes, we'll continue with effortlessly manifesting what you need for your life. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? 
What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show, hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. We've been discussing how you can learn to more effortlessly manifest what you need for your life. And Michael was asking me the question about some of the ways uh, to let go of effort when I find myself trying to get things done um, and still be able to manifest um, what needs to be done. And one of the things I didn't get to say was uh, when I get interrupted, because that's the one thing that gets in the way of our manifestations, isn't it? Um, is is basically we get interrupted with something and we get taken off, seemingly off track. And usually that getting off track is very important part of your life and learning how to deal with. But what I always do is I keep a vision of what I would like to get done and I don't let the other thing shatter it and destroy it. Even if it's an interruption that takes a year or two, which sometimes interruptions do, we just have to kind of... Uh, the saying of our generation was go with the flow, which sounds kind of corny now, but it actually is very important. And sometimes you have to come up with creative ways to finish something that interrupts you to get you going again. So I'm, I'm going to turn this over to Michael, but I forgot oh. to mention that we are going to um, take call in starting this section. So if you want to call in, the number is one 346 9141 and please keep your questions to the subject of our show today. So, Michael, what were you going to say? Well, you know, uh, when you're talking about interruptions, well, what, what's an interruption anyway? <laughs> ah, yes, you're intent on getting this thing done, but 
the phone rings or you get a text urgent you know this drop everything gotta do this distractions well, distractions <laughs> That's there's another thing yeah there's construction outside going on or whatever and you get irritated so an interruption is only our perspective isn't it yeah if we see it as an interruption hey you're you're butting in you're getting in my way that's an interruption but guess what i'm the one seeing it that way aren't i the other person may not see it as an interruption at all they go wow no i was just saying hi to you i was so happy to see you or this is urgent matter you know uh well it might be urgent to you maybe it's not urgent to me or what well it's all in our own mind isn't it yeah we're we're deciding that's an interruption and you so rudely interrupted me or this thought of worry worry thoughts interrupted me i was peacefully relaxing and then these worry thoughts are interrupting my relaxation <laughs> and things like that so when you start to see things as an interruption or an obstacle for your accomplishment for you to be able to attain whatever even if it's just a feeling of calm and it gets interrupted by bad news huh so when you recognize that oh stand back for a second and go do i have to see this as an interruption you know in life life itself doesn't see it as an interruption other people might not see it as an interruption it's just me i'm seeing it as an interruption and i'm sure if i want you know other people to agree with me i can round up a uh, 10 people who would agree with me yeah you really got rudely inter- interrupted but and in some cultures that may not be interruptions at all and it might not even be rude oh it's just friendly so it's all perspective and so then if you step back for a moment ground yourself find the center of your head and go okay in what other way can i look at this like rafael is saying life flows it's whether we flow with it or not that's our problem right that's our choice so we can step back and go what if this isn't an interruption this is maybe a challenge ah for some of you who likes challenges in life you get bored if you're not challenged so you go wow this is something for me to learn how to how to deal with it it's a challenge yay i accept i'm going to deal with this in a way that's productive and and happy making instead of you know unhappy making or you might even step back further become neutral it's not even a challenge it's even more positive than that it's an opportunity this so-called what i saw as the interruption in the beginning now now i'm looking at it the exact same thing nothing's changed the exact same thing same person same situation everything and i'm now looking at it as what's this an opportunity for me my learning 
Ah, this is this is an opportunity. Oh, this is an opportunity for me to communicate with this person. This is an opportunity. Oh, I've been wanting to do this and that. Okay. Or just a simple opportunity to learn. You know, on a bigger perspective, if you realize that you came into life because this is a school, an interruption is sometimes an important lesson in your school book. Newsflash. We yes. interrupt this program <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for an urgent message. <laughs> you know, that lesson could be just a simple lesson in forgiveness or in finishing karma with somebody that you didn't remember you had karma with. Yes, which boils on to forgiveness. That's right. All karma. If you want to zero out your karma this lifetime, forgiveness is the, uh, what would you call it, the key, right? Forgiveness equals zeroing out karma. As long as you hold a grudge, as long as you're still upset, angry, and, you know, uh, God, I want to get even, or in judgment, competition, uh, it's not zeroed out. There's a negative side to it. But once you let it go, you forgive, you see the truth. Well, we'll talk about that in a bit, too. But to me, effortlessly manifesting what we need in our lives that's important, right? We're talking about overwork and overwhelm in relationship to, hey, we wouldn't do that if we didn't need to manifest certain things in our lives, right? If you were, you know, uh, somebody just dumped a ton of money on you and says, okay, spend as much as you want for anything and, you know, just live a life of luxury. You don't have to do anything. Well, guess what? That's not going to last very long anyway, but... The fun part of it. (laughs) But for a little while, at least, you won't have to work for a living or, you know, earn some money or uh, have trouble finding a place to live or food to eat or anything like that. So, So you might be more relaxed. But basically, manifesting in our lives isn't just about in fact it's not primarily about subsistence is it it's not about survival survival is needed so that we could what keep on surviving more no 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 it's i mean uh, one time i was talking to this real health nut i'm all for being healthy eating healthy exercising all that but this guy was a health nut health freak just his entire everything was about running and exercising eating and getting all the right vitamins and everything has to be perfect and his body had to be perfect and i asked him what are you doing that for you know uh, i said it's great that you're in such incredible impeccable shape and health and fitness but, and I'm sure you feel great, but what are you going to do with such glowing health in life? You got a lot of years left, especially when you keep yourself this healthy. <laughs> and guess what? He didn't have an answer. He was stunned. It's like, what, what are you talking about? I said, is Staying super healthy and fit 
your end all? Is that your goal in life? That's what you're here to do is to be as healthy as you possibly can be and just work out every day so much just to be healthy. And he really didn't know what to say. He was stumped. And I said, I'm not criticizing you. I just wanted to know, you know, like, for example, an athlete has to be in tip-top shape physically and mentally to be at the top of their game. So they're here to be a winner in some kind of sport and to be do really incredible break world records and all that stuff. Then, yeah, I could understand training eight hours a day, you know, uh, no matter, even if you wanted to take a vacation, you, you got to train to be at that level. But I, I can see you're not an athlete. You're definitely not a professional athlete. What is it for you? And yet, I never got an answer from him. So I thought, ah, for me, I need to be healthy. I need to be fit so I can teach. <laughs> Teaching at this level uh, that I do, it's, it's a little bit like training for the Olympics. <laughs> if the body isn't strong enough, it, it's, I'm not going to last very long. So to me, effortlessly manifesting what we need in our lives depends on grace. When we have certainty in that which gives all, in that limitlessness, then grace enters our lives and offers us everything we need to fulfill the very purpose for which we're here. If, on the other hand, we allow our ego desires and demands arising from our fears and suspicions, then we may find ourselves greatly overworked and overwhelmed. Grace is ceaselessly giving to us, all of us, equally. And neither plays favorites, nor does it withhold. It doesn't, however, give according to our demands or our deadlines. That's kind of random, arbitrary. We just decide this is the deadline or else, right? And we could pass laws to make it legal that that is the deadline. And if you don't meet it, then you lose. But that's all made up. So often, what we might egotistically experience as a nail-biting 11th hour miracle, grace gave us what we felt we desperately needed just at the right time. Not in the nick of time. No, it just came right at the right time, when we actually needed it, not a moment before. When we let worldly demands subvert our certainty in divinity and its all-giving grace, we surrender our trust and jump in to act separate from the whole in fear. When we maintain our trust and, with courage, 
work in harmony with the whole, we find just what we need up here when we need it. It's important to be clear in what it is that you need or would like to manifest in your life at the same time have the certainty that the eternal and limitless knows far more comprehensively what we might need at any given time, place, and situation. We need to ask for what we would like, yet choose what is willed for the whole. I have a, <clears throat> excuse me, I have a really good example of this. <clears throat> a number of years ago when Michael was going through one of his very major heart in- instances, unexpected as it was, um, we were at a place in our finances where um, we had about six weeks of finances left to be able to cover bills, and I had to put my full attention on taking care of him. So we had no income. We had to cancel everything at the time. And that it was very interesting because one of the, the other effortless things that I do when things are interrupting life, such as somebody becoming ill in your family, is I still manage to create time to meditate and pray. And that basically, comes first. Yeah. yeah. In fact, that's really important. That that should be on the top of the list. And I know for some of you that's a challenge, but you'll see the importance of it the more you practice it. So when I was looking at that deadline of money not coming in, I sat down and I asked Spirit, what do I do? And I turned it over to Spirit. And later, when I did this, I, I knew that I would get an answer I always do. And intuitively, about two hours later, when I was in the middle of making something for Michael, I got the answer. Call this person, ask for this much money, and keep it as a loan. And I said, okay. So I immediately called that person, and that person said yes. And the person actually said, you don't even have to pay it back. And it was a large amount of money, and I know about karma. And I said, no, I will pay it back. And thank you very much. And I received the money and we were able to get through that very skinny time. And that wasn't the only time we've ever gotten through a financial skin, financially skinny time where help was given. And just like Michael was saying, right at the last moment, uh, not at the last moment, but at the right moment. So that was a real test in faith for me. And I really, you know, appreciated it so much and within two and a half years I was able to pay this very large amount of money back. Michael got well again and has never uh, been challenged in such a way again. His health really is pretty great. So anyway, we have our second break coming up. If you don't already have a copy of Michael's extraordinary book, You Are the Answer, Discovering and Fulfilling Your Soul's Purpose, You can get it through our website or Amazon.com. It'll certainly be worth your while to read it. While you're on our website, check out our brand new set of teleclasses. It's not up yet, but it will be in the next day or so. In the ongoing series, you might be more psychic than you think, developing your soul abilities for your spiritual growth and fulfillment. The next teleclass, Reset Your Energy, Kickstart Your Psychic Life, will be given this Saturday, January 12th, 10 to noon Pacific time. When we return, we'll continue our exploration of effortlessly manifesting what you need for your life. 
See you in a couple minutes. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Do you have audacious faith for your business? We help you to learn more about stepping out on faith to brand your business and yourself in today's crowded, competitive marketplace. Is your marketing plan in order? How do you set yourself apart? Audacious Faith for Your Business with host Dawn Jordan-Jones will teach you the methods that can make yourself and others aware of who you are. Audacious Faith for Your Business is broadcast live every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in and see your hard work pay off. Follow the Voice America Empowerment Channel on Twitter. You already know we're full of great ideas, and our hosts have plenty to say. We want to hear from you, too. Be sure to follow us at VA Empowerment and come back every day to see what's next. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back. Glad you decided to join us today. We're talking about effortlessly manifesting what you need for your life. And we thought we would uh, have this section be about the actual manifesting part. Yes, and, and the effortless part, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's... They go hand in hand. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I was just thinking about, you know, when I... One of the places I like to be very aware and practice letting go of any effort is actually when I'm doing something very physical, like exercising. You know how when you're exercising, it gets a little tired, right? You, you get tired and, and okay, another mile to go or you have to go a little faster or whatever. And there's that point where uh, I, I'd rather just sit down and, you know, Chuck it. Chuck it. <laughs> Why am I doing this for? So it's those points when you're, it's, it's whether you break through and get your second win or not. That's a great place for me to practice letting go of effort. Because when you're starting getting tired and it, it, everything's sore and, and you're, you know, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, guess what? Ah, you're not. You're starting to withhold that loving, right? You're going. I don't like this, even. 
Why am I doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's where I go, oh, I'm starting to get into effort here. Until then, I was going at it really great. I was having fun. But now I'm needing to go, you know, let go of that effort and just start to go, okay, oh, I need to let go of those thoughts. I need to let go of those effort pictures and, and concepts and stuff in my mind. Let it go and get back into the present right here, right now. And guess what? When I start to be present, who's being present when I'm present? Who's being present when you're present right here, right now? You. You meaning what? The body? No, the body's already present. It can't leave. <laughs> it's it's kind of stuck here, right? But you, the spirit. Ah, that's why I like the word for spirit in, in Hebrew is breath. And I think it's similar in uh, maybe Sanskrit or some other ancient language where because someone knew you, spirit, are the breath of your life. Without you present, your body doesn't survive. Ah, the more present you are, ah, not only does the body survive well, thrives well, but everything happens. Okay, so being present, that's the key to effortlessness. Being present is also a key to manifesting. If you're spaced out, if you're gonzo, you're not going to manifest much and you're going to be on a lot of effort. The body's going to be in a lot of effort, okay? Because the body isn't the creative force. You are. So when you're, the more you're present right here, with the task at hand, or with the person you're with, whatever, the more miracle is going to happen. Ah, that's when, wow, look at what just happened. This was amazing. That's what happens when you're here, when you show up. So even on a simple thing like being on the treadmill, and I get to that point where I want to just phase out. I want to check out, right? Because it's getting too much. No, I just go, no, I'm just going to let go of all those thoughts going, oh, this is too much. I'm getting too tired. Oh, I, oh, why do I have to do this? I don't have to do this. Blah, 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 blah. Let it all go. Put it in a, just, you can even mentally put it in an image of a rose. All those thoughts, I'm just putting it in there. And poof, let it go. Huh. By the way, that's the same as forgiving. You're going, guess what? It's me. I have the choice. It's not about if somebody, you know, gets better or treats me nicer or says I'm sorry, then forgiveness can happen. No, that's just me. I'm just going, I'm the only one holding on. So when I decide, you know what? I don't have to hold on to this anger. I don't have to hold on to this effort. I don't have to be in resistance. And I just go, all the resistance thoughts, all the effort thoughts and, and the anger stuff and all that stuff, fear, put it into that rose. Poof. I even do that when I'm on the treadmill. I don't have to close my eyes or anything. I just poof, let it go. And guess what? And I'm 
committed to showing up more. Next thing, that thing called second wind happens where, oh, I could do this for another hour, right? I'm starting to enjoying it again. All right, so that's effortlessness in doing anything. So then, in manifesting what you need in life, it doesn't matter whether sometimes there's been times where I need a, a new computer and they're expensive. Huh. But what if you're, you know, like Raphael's ta- talking about, when your finances are pretty tight, there's not any, you know, fudge factor there. I, I can't just go and buy one because there's a surplus of money or a car or a house or whatever. And, or even a very, very inexpensive thing. Hey, I might need a new toothbrush, but we're snowed in. I can't get out to go to the store and buy one. (laughs) And I can't even buy it on Amazon. They can't deliver it. (laughs) So all kinds of things can happen in life. But effortlessly manifesting means manifesting. You're not dependent on the usual you know, tried and true, okay, go to the store, buy the thing, bring it back, unwrap it, and then use it. Now, ah, this is where your creativity as a soul, your inner creativity and power comes in. But you have to be present to use it. Okay, I'll give you an example of the very first time that I knowingly did it was something really simple and fun. Our church group was going to have a softball tournament. But it's a ragtag team. It's not an official team with uniform and all that stuff and equipment. So it's all who has a bat, who has a mitt, (laughs) who has a ball. (laughs) It's very rudimentary. And out of all the people who wanted to play, well, there's a few bats a few gloves, enough to get around. If we, you know, shared our gloves, everybody got who needed one on the defense got to have one. But nobody had a softball. So I said, okay, I'll take care of it. And I was thinking about going to the store and buying it. But I thought, no, I'm going to effortlessly manifest it. So what I did is grounded myself, ran my energy, just found my space for a moment, and then just go, okay, softball. How hard can that be? It's a visualizing. Yeah. And I'm picturing a softball. And the funny thing, the minute I pictured a softball, not only was it a Spalding softball, it had the brand name on it. (laughs) Yeah, they probably have promotions in spirit too. (laughs) And then, but there's a mitt with it. Infielder's mitt, really nice one. And, and, uh, that even had a brand on it. So I try to blow it up, and I said, I, I just need a ball. Let's not complicate this. But I still see a mitt. I'm going, hey, well, I'm not going to turn down a mitt. So I might as well you know, mock up this softball and the mitt. I go, okay, there it is. I sent it out. What you do is once you know what it is, you see it clearly. That's the key. You have to see it clearly. And and then you, you have to have your certainty. You already have it. So I already had that. It's right there. Okay. So then I just let it go. Again, you can't hold on to it. 
to manifest, you have to let it go. If you hold on to it, it won't manifest. Manifesting means you let it go. You give it up. Two, you can consider it the center of the universe, to the limitless, to the eternal. And I just went on my day. Next thing, I'm walking by the softball, college softball tournament. The umpire opens a box of new, brand new, right from the box. Throws it to the pitcher. Pitcher pitches it. The batter tips it. It goes over the, the fence. Uh, foul ball. And I'm still watching. I realize, I know where that ball is. Because the bat boy came back and told them I uh, couldn't find the ball anywhere. So I walk down the street. Goes to an underground a garage, and I look down on the floor of the garage, and there's a there's a softball underneath one of the parked cars. I go there, pick it up. They've already said, you know, it's a lost ball. Finders keepers. It's been kind of slightly hit once, brand new. Then I got home, and there's a blue chip stamp book on the table. Some of you might even remember what that is. Yeah, you collect these. Ch- Stamps, and then when you have enough stamps, you can get home appliances or blah, 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 sporting goods, whatever. I look up, okay, I had like uh, three quarters of a book full. What do you get for that? I looked up if they had a baseball mitt. And sure enough, it was three quarters of a book, and you can get a baseball mitt. So I went down to the redemption center three blocks away, picked it up. So I had the ball and the mitt. And that was within half an hour after I sent out my mock-up saying, that's what we need for the baseball tur- or softball tournament. So even that baseball mitt had the exact brand name on it as well. Yes. So some, some manifesting in this form take a little more time, of course, but having your certainty in it, that's part of the, um, let's say, the energy of creating is just knowing that you put it out there and let's say you're manifesting a car and you know you're not going to buy a car unless you go out and and test drive some and that sort of thing so you got to do your part yeah you got to do the you know pounding the pavement part a little bit (laughs) and the other thing is there's not only there's no effort and because i wasn't trying to control the outcome so you just have to let it all go. That's key to effortlessly manifesting. I'm not putting it out there whether somebody's going to give it to me, I'm going to buy it, or money comes in my hands that I can buy it, whatever. I don't care. It's going to happen. It's, it's already happened. Then, in the right way, it all comes about. So sometimes I've had to, when the opportunity comes, all of a sudden, Check comes in the mail, and it's almost exactly for the same amount that I needed to get my new computer, let's say, or stereo system, or car. I had many of my students wanting to um, pay for my classes back when I was teaching in an institute situation, and they would learn this tool, and that would exactly happen. A check would show up from some relative or friend who they hadn't heard from in eight years or ten years or something like that. And um, they heard the call on a spirit-to-spirit level and helped them fulfill that wish. Well, once again, we're at the end of our show. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope you got a lot out of it. Make sure to tune in next Wednesday to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora and learn about appreciation, gratitude, and your soul's worth. 
tells your tell your <laughs> friends about this show, the more the merrier. Help spread the insights, wisdom, and joy you gain in our show. And remember to call our office at 530-926-2650 during normal business hours, Monday to Friday Pacific time, to sign up for our first teleclass this Saturday in our brand new series for the new year, Reset Your Energy, Kickstart Your Psychic Life. This teleclass will be on Saturday, January 12th. That's this Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.